It's the Muppets Minute Show with host Nick and Andy. Yay! Yay! It's time to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today we're talking about Muppets Take Manhattan, minute 15. Minute 15 starts with Janice calling Gonzo's idea lame and ends with <laughs> Floyd losing his appetite. I would too. Mm-hmm. The waiter's a rat. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. But yeah, is this Janice's first line? No, she thinks, she talked she in the okay. I was trying nothing, to remember. I don't think anything that play, that that's probably her most isolated line. Right, but I she's. Think. I mean, she's talked. Yeah. Um. So okay, this is another one of those odd things. Like I find I find all these facts. Right, I find these these weird facts about everything. Like so much information is out there. No mention of who this puppet guy is. Yeah, none. And you would think he has to be something, right? Right, because like, who is on the sidewalk selling puppets? Like, it seems like a very pointed role for this movie, right? Right? Yeah. Because yeah. I have been to New York many times, and I have never once seen anyone on the side of the street selling puppets. I see all kinds of things being sold, never puppets. Now, I don't feel the guy's doing a great job. I don't think he's really into his into his uh, role or job or whatever it may be on the street there. Um, mm-hmm. He does have a pile of each of those puppets laying on the table in front of him. It does look like this woman is looking at the puppets and then she, he kind of scares her away. I think so. I mean, this is not a guy you want your children going up to without supervision. <laughs> Probably. Just saying. I mean, yeah. random guy in front of a flower shop with puppets on his hand very awkward looking like he doesn't really belong there. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, like nothing's accidental. I mean, the guy was there for a reason, but I mean, I, you would think like, I thought maybe the puppets were like, you know, callbacks to early Henson pan puppets right. or something. Like I something. could not find a thing on it. So. Mm. Well, really appreciate great. your efforts. Oh, it's okay. I do my best. I, I think the, <laughs> the the bunny in the background for the spring flower festival is kind of creepy, too. Just staring everybody down. Yeah, it's very like Donnie Darko. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Um, well, our gang is uh, is frustrated, and they're snapping at each other. Sure, yeah. Uh, but Animal likes it. He wants to fight, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> He's, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I think it's funny how like things start to pick up in intensity once animal starts yelling something, and mm-hmm. so he's yelling "fight, fight," and then you know suddenly they're like, "Well, you know what? Let's just turn to Kermit." Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't really go so well. No, I mean Kermit's Kermit's fed up. He he he's at that point. He's you know we're only fifteen minutes in. And he's already at that point of the movie where he's like, "Nah, get off my back." Um, yeah, you know, having in Muppet movie. You know why? Why is it, why is everybody turned to me? He has right. these moments. Mm-hmm. It, it's his, it's his thing. It's his character, and it's the the problem of one of the struggles of being a leader. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and he did a good job up until now. I mean, even even so, I mean, he'll do he'll do a good job. But I mean, up until now, I mean, you really can't fault him for what he was doing. He he put on a good attitude. Um, the one thing I guess I would say is that he didn't structure anything well enough. I think they, they, that he had this kind of naivety about him. I mean, same as when he picked up out of the swamp and went to, 
you know, try out for, for a part in, in Hollywood. Um, right. It's same kind of thing, except now they're going to Broadway and he has the same kind of, you know, he's very naive about it, thinking that it's just going to happen. There's no planning involved. And if there's one thing he's at fault for, it would be that, you know, not he's leading his team. He did this in Muppet movie, too. He's leading his team in without a plan. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, it does seem like they have, you know, they got it figured out. You know, they like they're they're looking in the magazines, they're finding the places to go. So it's like, yeah, they don't have a plan, but I mean, they are doing everything right. I think, Seemingly. you know, um, uh, but, it's just no one's interested in their show. I think, right. you know, and then it comes down to, well, you know, we we feel like we these past two and a half months, we feel like we exhausted um, pretty much everything. We're we're down. We have no more money left. Like the. If 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 you're out of ideas, the dream Kermit, the dream is over, and and so right. that's the that's the weight of that responsibility on him now. That you know everybody, it was everybody else's idea. I mean, Kermit didn't even think of this. Kermit was like, "No, we need to go live our lives." No, 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 this is great. Let's go to Broadway. Okay, and now here we are, and now everybody's right. turning to him. So I could see that little bit of resentment. It's like, dude, you got your you guys said this was great. You guys talked me into coming. And mm-hmm. yes, I, I I tried to lead you through it, but look at this. You know, don't turn to me and say, "Oh, Kermit, you got to fix everything." So I kind of side with them here. For for usually, I don't like Kermit complaining, but I could see this one. I actually agree with you too. I th- and I think that added to that is like this is his show. Like he wrote it, mm. so he probably feels he feels it more acutely. True. You know. Yeah. So I think that like I yeah, I, I'm not I'm not faulting him for his reaction here. He's frustrated. It's been a long time. And I think as every day passes, it's this failure that he's probably feeling deeper than anybody else. Right. It's his so, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it. I, I sympathize with him. And I mean, I, I you know, I mean, it's never OK to yell. But, you know, he's mm. he's he's frustrated. He's yeah. upset. So I get it. I get, he gets a pass. Um and, you know, everyone seems very taken aback by it, too, by his outburst, because this is not how Kermit acts. You know what I mean? Or when Kermit's acting like this, it means it's time to take things seriously. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a nice little moment of reaction, too, from the gang, which I like. Because, I yeah. mean, hearing hearing this sort of bluntness uh, that, hey, we failed, like just straight up, we failed, mm-hmm. putting it out there, like saying the words, I think it's just suddenly like hitting all of them, yeah. you know? Um, so I think that's, I don't know, it's a very effective scene. And, and, and again, so early in the movie, it's just a really nice way to kind of set the tone of, wow, this is going to be an uphill battle for these guys. Mm-hmm. So I like it. Do you know anything about this Pete's Luncheonette? Is this a real place? Yeah. So here, here's the deal about Pete's Luncheonette. Um, this is actually the exact same exterior from the original pilot for Seinfeld, the Seinfeld Chronicles. So, really? Yes. Same exact exterior. Um, mm. So, um, you know, like the uh, uh, Monks was the diner on Seinfeld. Um, and uh, I'm not, I, I actually couldn't tell if it was called Monks in the, in the pilot. But if you remember, like, if you ever watched the pilot or the, I think the first, like, few episodes might have been called the Seinfeld Chronicles. Yeah. Um, that is, so it was soon replaced by a different exterior, but that was the exterior to the diner that they all um, went and hung out in. Yeah. 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 That's so cool. yeah, now, um, 
now it is a McDonald's. Oh, that's kind of depressing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm guessing then the uh, the sign is is all part of the sp- the stage, like the Pete's luncheonette. Yeah, the Pete's is, luncheonette. Is, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't see what yeah. the name of the restaurant was called, but um, anyway, it's uh, now yeah McDonald's Express, two hundred and eight oh. Varick Street in New York, New York. Wow. Yeah. 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 Um. Uh. So in terms of the actual inside, though, when they go in. Is it a set? Yeah, that's a set. Okay, it's nice though. It's really convincing. Like it, I mean, it, it does make me think. I know it's not the same set, obviously, but it makes me think of like the cafe in in Seinfeld. Like oh, it's yeah. like, yeah. And the lighting is really nice. And I mean, we'll see more of it uh, next week. But like, it's Will just we're we gonna spend some time in this diner. I think so. I think so. Even the nice little sign you can see backwards, kind of there in yeah. the window. Yeah, it's just yeah, and it's just really nice. Nice details. I like it. And then we get our first. Uh, no, I got to I got to say this joke is pretty funny when um, <laughs> when Kermit says we have to eat. And then Gonzo says, why start now? Yeah. Is yeah. is that like a kind of a joke that like they're Muppets? They don't eat like. Or, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what do you what did you take that it. as? I mean, I yeah. just thought it, it's just a funny. It's just a funny Muppet joke. It, it's it's they haven't eaten it. It's. it's I mean, the joke is they haven't eaten, so any because right. they have no money, so right. yeah. We, Suddenly they need to eat, right? Like that's yeah, yeah. Okay, it's, it's, I think you know they've they've probably eaten like bits and crumbs over the past couple of weeks or whatever. But this is like yeah, it's just a, it's just a it's just a little gag. But you're right. I mean, you could take it that step further and be very meta about it. it, it yeah, kind of works that way. But I, I would have never thought of that. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I'm always thinking like if if that's the case, then that would be them kind of breaking the fourth wall yeah but no, again don't. i don't really i don't really know how to interpret that joke so i'm not really sure if it counts because so. he didn't look at the camera and wink that's true that's true <laughs> but acknowledging that hey we're puppets is is in is essentially breaking the yeah. fourth wall so but i don't know if that's what the joke means so anyway whatever you know it could mean whatever i suppose before we it's go inside i have to confess to something mm. every once in a while Every once in a while, and I've I've confessed to this before. Every once in a while, Piggy looks oddly attractive to me, and for whatever reason, this look I don't. So I I don't know. I like I I I the the little outfit's cute. The the way the hair is like actually pulled up and styled yes. a little bit differently. It looks yeah. extremely good on her. I am a it's little bit cute. attracted to Miss Piggy in this scene. I'm attracted to her too, so it's all good. <laughs> I like the the, the the thing that's whatever you call that that's tying her hair together. It like little, bandana little scarf. scarf. Yeah, yeah. And I love this top. I like, do too. I feel like I feel like somebody could get away with wearing that today. Probably. And, and, and pull it off. Uh, but th- this is very, it's very 80s. I it's love it. 80s. It's almost like early 90s. It's almost like ahead of its time. By the way, speaking um, of 80s. So um, we, we already mentioned Stranger Things on this show before. And um, you're a fan. I'm a fan. I was so upset that I couldn't find a replica of Hopper's shirt. Like, I'm like, they sell everything from this season and no one's selling the replica shirt. And I was on Hot Topic on Instagram the other night and bam, it popped up for pre-order and I bought that sucker really quick. Like his cop shirt? 
Well, no, the uh, the Miami Vice like shirt that you wore. Oh, the uh, oh the Hawaiian shirt yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. so wait, was that something? I mean, we're completely going off topic. Was that something that was made for the show? Then it was like a specific prop. For I him? don't know, um, oh, okay. but I mean, it's like like they sold um, Elle's jumper, like the the eighties jumper that she yeah. bought at the mall. Um, like they sold yeah. that. They sold they sold Max's shirt. They sold um, the lifeguard. I actually bought the Hawkins lifeguard shorts. Too. Well, I know they t- they make tons of the merch. I guess. Yeah. Like, but let's parlay this back into the Muppets. If they yeah. sold this top, I would probably buy it. Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I actually really like it. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. And uh, there's no there's no shame. There, there's no shame, Nick, Phew. because she is attractive in her own pigtastic way. Phew. So all right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we go into the diner, right? Mm-hmm. And we see Rizzo. Yeah, yeah. Rizzo the Rizzo the Rat, and for some reason, I always had been under the impression that this was his first appearance, but that's Same. not the case. Uh, he was on the Muppet Show, correct? Well, I mean, he was in um, Muppet Caper. They were yeah, in the hotel. Deep. Was yeah. he the? You're right. The rats were there, but he wasn't in there by name. I don't think. I don't think so. So it was like he, the rats were there, but like I don't think like Rizzo as a character existed. Right. In that movie, I could be wrong, but did, did he have a name in the Muppet Show? Like, was he Rizzo or was he just a rat? Like, I'm wondering when he got his name because I feel like this is the first time we hear Rizzo. That's a good um, question. I was gonna so, talk more about him in later minutes. I didn't do all my research on Rizzo. Oh, that's yet. fine. I didn't do any either, so okay. we have time. Um, <laughs> I what I, I always think of this as his breakout role. Um, yeah. So. I you know I I don't know if he was well his debut his official debut was nineteen eighty, okay. So. so this was this was and this is eighty four correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Muppet Show. He was in. Yeah, we'll we'll go into he, it, but yeah, he was definitely in the Muppet Show before this. It's funny because they all the one on in the Muppets wiki they consider his breakout role Muppet the Christmas Carol, but I disagree. I uh, do too wholeheartedly because this is the one I think of when I think of. When I think of Muppets Take Manhattan, I think of the rats in the kitchen. Yeah. Like to to the point where I'm like, I Ratatouille like kind of stole from this movie. Like and as much as I love Ratatouille, like the idea of rats in the kitchen as chefs started here. You yeah. Know what I, mean? I mean, you could be loose with the definition of breakout role, I guess, because like, yeah, it, this is where he got his name, I believe, like like where you knew Rizzo the rat like and you. Yeah, you could have kind of fell in love with them here yes obviously it was a bigger role in christmas carol that's not debatable but i i would call this his breakout role yeah 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 i'll fight I don't know. I guess, wiki i know i guess your mileage may vary but i will always think of this movie as his breakout so so what's he got um, on that plate there just a little club sandwich or something it looks yeah it looks like a sandwich and some like a, a little like a is that a salad sandwich. or just like a little garnish? Yeah, it looks like a, it looks like only cheese on a roll with some fries and some uh you know, tomato and yeah. lettuce on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Well it's like yeah, the toppings for the sandwich, I would assume. You know? Well yeah. Like the like how you would ha- when you go to a diner, that's how they would give a burger. I always thought it was weird when they put the toppings on the side. Ask me if I want them. You know, like like if I want them, they're going on the burger. If I don't want them, why are you wasting them on the side of my plate? It's true. It's a really good point. Uh, <sighs> oh, I don't want to get you all, you know, riled up here. Uh, I'm already riled up, Miss Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Settle down. Okay. 
Uh, that's all I have for this minute, Nick. Yeah, I, I mean, introduction to the diner, and we got we got the rat. Um, next week we'll be uh, diving in more into this. Uh, to see what this diner is all about. See if it see if this pans out for the Muppets. If they find some food. Um, but we'll be waiting all weekend to find out. But um, yeah. you, in that in the meantime, you guys can go to MuppetsMinute.com. Uh, fish around there. We got some some cool links there. We got some photos that I dug up in my research and things like that. Probably even more about this this weird diner because I think I had yeah I had plenty more in the notes that would probably bore you if we talked about it. But if you want to read about it, knock yourself out. All right, so that'll do it for minute fifteen. Here we'll be back next week for minute sixteen of Muppets Minute. Bye.